0: This is episode number 354 of the Inner Fight Podcast. Welcome back to another edition brought to you by Smith Street Paleo. We have two very special guests brought back on the show by popular demand, Phil Hesketh and Carmen Bosmans. No matter where you are in the world, thanks for listening. Let's jump into today's show. Andre, the public wanted them. They're back They're back I think it's actually Phil's mum that wanted him back She's bored of listening to me and you Is that right?
1: Yeah, she said that it just wasn't entertaining at all She (laughs) she wants to know what we're up to She she only listens to find out what is happening in the gym (laughs) Boz, did your
2: mum say that she wanted to listen to you? Um, I think she listened enough to me when I was there (laughs) But yeah, she needs uh, subtitles I think for the podcast I think
1: think my mum misses Carmen really Yeah, she refers to her as a, a character and ah. likes, to, likes to hear what she's I wonder why
0: I wonder <laughs> why <laughs> Boz fresh off the bike how was that uh, a little bit boring but also nice talk but us through because I think that's an interesting place to start we do have a load of show notes and this isn't in it but talk us through what have you just been doing on the bike
2: I just did 90 minutes on the bike on, and I couldn't go over 135 heart rate so that's zone 2 were well, your so. legs moving just legs moving yeah were they yeah yeah barely barely, <laughs> barely. i think there's a, a button where you can put and it just moves by itself <laughs> <laughs> what's but the purpose of that 9 minute 90 minute bike ride at zone 2 so because when i did like certain workouts my heart rate once it reaches let's say like over 190 i just start hyperventilating and 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 i just can't breathe so i almost have to stop what i'm doing
3: yeah that yeah. my heart
2: rate drops and like, I've been training so much, and it's a boring way to do, to train like that, but I need to do it, because otherwise I'm never going to get better in what I'm actually not good at. Okay, right. so it builds that a- so aerobic builds base. So it builds that aerobic base, yeah, yeah, basically. Very long sessions, quite boring. Yeah. I have a podcast that I was listening to, so. Oh, oh. oh, us? No. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Your mentor.
3: Ooh. Oh. Marcus No Philly? Like
2: <laughs> podcast mentor
3: Marcus Philly Tim Ferris, Tim Ferriss Yeah
0: Nice What were we, we listening to on Tim uh, Ferriss
2: Sharapova Charopo- Sharapova Yeah It was what? actually really good she's, Was it She's such a good talker Like is she? you want to listen to her voice yeah. Maria Sharapova Maria Sharapova yeah. yeah the tennis player Yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know that No <laughs> <laughs> But uh, his shows are
0: actually Normally very long
2: Yeah it is so That's perfect for a long bike yeah, ride Yeah for a long bike ride yeah. It's good
0: You if listen to it on regular speed Or speed and a half
2: whoa <laughs> 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 can you repeat the question oh <laughs> okay regular speed yeah yeah now no, but know. you
0: can speed it up and then it doesn't take as long
2: yeah but i need time to process it so. to process
0: no but some people actually speak really slowly okay and so if you put them on time and a quarter or time and a half oh. it, it actually brings them to a proper time and it doesn't take like three hours anymore So a proper time
3: <laughs> <I
2: like that>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but
0: mate honestly yeah, you listen you to a lot of stuff like audiobooks especially they start reading them Ah. and he went down to the house, and it's like... Okay, you're almost <sighs> asleep. <and laughs> to sleep. Like some audiobooks I listen
1: to... Is you like. listen to Game of Thrones through audiobook?
3: What? <laughs> <laughs> what is What is Game of Thrones? It's <laughs> not <Is that laughs> what,
1: what we're here to talk about.
0: <laughs>
2: I got oh. told that the show notes was <laughs> Game of Thrones. Oh, but I didn't watch the last episode yet. Oh, all right, okay, I won't so, so we can't talk about did. it. So
0: <laughs> I, I actually don't know what... So Game of Thrones is a series, I know that, and a new series has just been brought out, has it? The, yeah, the, 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 penultim- the penultimate
3: series. Winter was apparently coming. I don't know what that means. Winter's coming. That's what I heard. Really? Oh, winter already came. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. winter's here. So l- let me understand it because there's quite a lot of
0: time being consumed about it. In a series, how many episodes is there?
1: In the first six seasons, it's ten episodes. Per are, season? Yeah, so it's about 40 48 to 60 minutes per episode. So 60,
0: and it's 60 episodes total then?
1: But then there's this, the seventh season, it was only seven episodes, and they were a little bit longer episodes. Holy shit. It's a long time.
0: Wow.
2: But it's so over you... like seven years now, right? It's a
1: very, it's a very old show now. It right? only that, comes out yeah. well, well, once. Well, not very a year. old, but like, it's probably about eight, nine years old now because I think there's a bigger gap than it just over a bigger gap than a year. Yeah. Wow. But Laura's powering through at a very good speed. She started, really? she started because we talk about it a lot. She started like I don't know, a, a month ago, and she's yeah. about to season four now, so she's doing...
3: She's just started. <laughs> she just Laura. popped a cherry. No way.
1: Yeah, she's doing real good. I'll have to have a chat with her later <laughs> about that. No more. No more so, many good things, so many good things coming up. Really? So about. every
0: year they, they release another season? Yeah,
1: there's one more season, but that's going to be about 18 months before that comes out, and then it's, it's over, so... There's actually a countdown. I have to find something to fill the void.
0: Wow. <laughs> that must uh, be so hard. I don't know. I've never got... <laughs> i could i actually never even watched stuff like friends so it's difficult for didn't to. watch friends oh my god mate d- d- listen there's a it's reason the be- there's <laughs> friends is amazing Yeah, but mate there's a reason why i don't have an attention for that kind of stuff when, when i grew up here there was there was one the tv channel that came on at four in the afternoon and finished at seven thirty or eight in the evening Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was just, ask Happy uh, about it. He'll tell you all about it. It's just, it w- there was nothing there. Like, the, from four to five, like, it started with the prayer, and then it was, like, a little bit of cartoons, some news, then the other prayer, and then some really bad American stuff. And then I went to boarding school, and we weren't allowed televisions. <laughs> so, for ten years, I didn't have the television. Then I went to university, and everyone's got TVs in their room. I'm like... What is that thing? <laughs> like, why do you need what that? Yeah, and they were like, oh, you've got to watch this and watch that. And I never got into it, so I guess that's why. But yeah, lots of time consumed on Games of, Games of Thrones. Can you audiobook Games of Thrones? No, you have to watch it.
1: No, there's, no, there's books as well. Is it books? Yeah. It, 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 was, it, it originally started with books. Yeah. Um, and then they like, they bought the rights and made a TV show out of it as well.
0: Oh, which, I don't know. I'm waste <laughs> of time, if you ask me. Waste, <laughs> waste of time. So, Boz, you've just started that low intensity stuff yeah and what's uh, today ta- 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 okay today that, that's good <laughs>
2: you've been biking it's like when, though yeah that's You're true winning. but I it wasn't low intensity <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, think, I think that's a, that's a good place to, to to pick it up obviously both of you went went to regionals we haven't really heard from you since then but since then what I've noticed and what obviously a lot of people would have noticed as well is that you, you've you been um, playing different sports trying different things talk us through what you've done in the last three or four months and not only what you've done, but why, you, why you've also played those different sports. Go. Um, Either one of you. You've yeah. both done it, so I don't care who it is.
2: Yeah, just because after regionals, I actually made a decision before regionals already that I was going to give everything at regionals. And then after that, I was just going to relax a bit and try different things. Because what I like so much about CrossFit is that it's variated and there's so many different things you can get better at. But I also had a feeling like I needed to do some different stuff yeah and and i and i guess also it will help me eventually if i want to compete in a later stage again so what i've been doing was then i I bought a bike and biking with you yeah actually before i bought the bike we went to the what is it yeah, and that's where i just i really love just biking up a hill and being in pain <laughs> See, for, <it's> for, <laughs> <laughs> for an hour and 20 minutes. That's how long it took me or <laughs> so. But uh, yeah, it was just a, a different uh, sensation of training and that's why I, I decided to buy a bike and went more out on the bike. Uh, and then there's another thing I, I, I like to do is, is the free diving. So I did this, I signed up for a course of free diving. Uh, two days, one day is just uh, theoretically... So like what it's all about and... And free diving is basically just diving without di- equipment. Yeah, just on your own breath. Okay. So, um... How
3: does the training look for that?
2: Yeah, it's called apnea training. So okay. you just hold your breath and then... <laughs> in <Into> the water or...? <laughs> oh, yeah, both. So okay. you have to train it dry, like here, or just sitting somewhere yeah. and in the water. But if you do it in the water, you always have to have a partner because yeah. if you pass out, you need somebody to take you out. So, yeah... <laughs> The free diving then I was practicing in the pool and th- and I felt like whoa whoa I can be good in this I thought <laughs> <laughs> then <laughs> I go into this, I went on a holiday and then I went to uh fertaventura went free diving in the sea in the ocean and I was going down it was not even deep it was like maybe five meters or something yeah I went down I was supposed to just pick up a rock and sit there on the bottom and just relax holding my breath and I just I couldn't even pick up the thing. I touched it and I wanted to go back up. I was just in your head. It's so different. I was maybe only under for 20, 30 seconds. But the sensation is so different being in a pool where you know when something goes wrong, you just hit uh, the floor and you, go and you in one second you're up. But in, in the ocean, it's not like that. So it was so different. I had to like 10 times before I actually could wow. sit down with the rock in my lap and wow. hold my breath what's the longest you've been in the pool though underwater um, I think it's just 3 minutes and 5 seconds but that's static 3 minutes and 5 that's, seconds without so breathing yeah so that's really? static so first how you, I'll Far just explain out. you how it goes the yeah. static one so at first you just hang in the water and you try to relax as much as possible just by breathing like belly breathing yeah and you breathe in like 2 seconds in and then you have to breathe 4 seconds out yeah, so you get all the CO2 out of your body. And then after like you can decide whenever you want to go, but like about 2 minutes your heart rate is down and then you just push yourself like slightly away and you go head down and just hang with your arms on the Basically just like So like but you're that's dead. that's yeah, like you that like you would when you're dead and drowned how do they know if you're dead or not so <laughs> that's the technique so your body is there and he is is timing you but looking you at you also the whole time and making that you're relaxed pushing your shoulders down just completely relaxed and after let's say 30 seconds he will tap with one finger on your shoulder so what you do is just li- lift one finger it means i'm okay leave me <laughs> So does he start doing okay. it more frequently? Like as yes, you go? yes. You you like decide after. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you decide when, but they can see because when you hold your breath at a certain moment, your body is gonna contract. So your diaphragm is gonna start moving, and then you can see actually your ribs moving, but you're holding your breath. So your body is actually wanting to breathe, but you're just holding it. Yeah. So those contractions they will start coming, and that's when normally people will go up and breathe. But yeah. that's when you actually know you can have two-thirds more without dying, basically. So if you know this, <laughs> the first contraction comes after one minute, you can do two more minutes physically. Wow. You that's have crazy. enough oxygen in your body that your brain will still keep working. So wow. if
3: people want to practice this, they should practice it. <laughs> you
2: have to do, do the course yeah. first, do just a proper no, course. Yeah, with find coach. a buddy who yeah. knows, and then you can like after two, those two days, you know enough, you can go out and practice but you need someone to be with you if you do it properly yeah yeah i mean that must also
3: transfer pretty well over to whatever other sports yeah, you've been playing I with the biking and know. the cross yeah that's yeah. that's what i
2: want to test now the whole Just year
3: improving Just those briefing mechanics yeah that must really transfer really well over to whatever other sport you yeah. might be doing yeah
2: exactly there's two type of breathing exercises like the the O2 and the CO2 ones, yeah. where you train the CO2 system or the O2 system. I don't know exactly how that is yet, but it's depending on how long you actually breathe and hold it, and yeah. then th- I don't know exactly how it is, but yeah, there's. S- some seems like
3: that whole briefing thing is kind of has been growing lately, especially with Wim Hof and and his like. I know it's a bit different, yeah. but like his briefing techniques with like the power breaths and the retention. And um, how that's supposed to, you know, strengthen your diaphragm and improve your respiratory system and your breathing mechanics and all these kind of things. It's, it's quite interesting. And it's, I've seen a lot of athletes start implementing that in their training. Do you, yeah. do you do the exercises like the non-water ones? How often do you do them?
2: I actually haven't done them on a regular right. basis yet. But you're
0: supposed to do it like every day or something, are you?
2: Uh, every other day. It's also like just training in the gym. Like yeah. aerobic training is also the breathing you're actually training. Right. So you have to do both. So you have to do like a physical activity. Yeah. It's one training and the next day you should train the the breathing. Right. But you have to do it like on an empty stomach in the morning. Because if you're doing it on a full stomach, it's also different yeah. how your diaphragm is going to go faster up and down. Yeah. So it's all. Yeah, no, yeah. it's pretty
0: interesting because w- w- uh, part of Wim Hof's training is like um, it's controlling the breath in the push up as well. So you basically take a you basically do push ups without breathing, or like yeah. take a deep breath at the top of the push up, exhale it, go down stay down there, and then just hold your breath, hold your breath, hold your breath, and apparently it becomes easier to push yourself back up. And it's often oh, it's like easier. Some, holding yeah, the breath like that. After,
3: after blowing out, like after yeah. You, yeah. your blow out, you hold your breath, right? Uh, which is quite interesting. You're doing yeah. some of it as well, right? Yeah, I do like a, a most, like after each hard session I have, I'll have like a 30 to 60 minutes cyclical piece combined with some Power breathing and retention. So like uh. some biking and low heart rate or skiing or rowing or running. Yeah. And then together with like actually Wim Hof exercises like twenty power breaths. You lay on your back, you breathe through your belly, like yeah. massive big breaths, and then you force the exhale out and you have to increase the speed of your of your breath basically. So right. you'll go massive breath, strong exhale, and then you just increase the speed and speed and after the last exhale you hold your breath for as long as you possibly can yeah. and i've seen crazy improvement in that like like 20 seconds improvement in, in those oh, things that's and insane. it's yeah. supposed to help you know your also your recovery and yeah. it's all super technical i think we're gonna try to get a specialist on the podcast to talk about this why don't we just call wim Hof?
2: Oh, explain to me. I know his name <laughs> and, and, and it's about breathing and everything, but what exactly does he do? Is he the guy who goes like in ice water? And Wim Hof is the ice man, yeah. The ice
0: man. What, okay, what, yeah, what that's he what says, thought, what he's claimed to be able to do is regulate his core temperature through breathing. Yeah. So he basically, he, he he's basically, I think he's an anomaly, but he's also proved that you can breathe to Better regulation of the core temperature through using his training on other people. So he's trained different athletes Mm-mm. and basically proved that they can.
3: Dude, he's done some crazy stuff. Also, the things where they like yeah. put in, um, not a disease, like a virus into his body. Yeah. And within like 30 minutes, yeah. she can get rid of the he virus. Yeah, get rid of it. Yeah. By and breathing he, out. Yeah, and he yeah ta- by and, and controlling he his to breath f- and his core temperature. Yeah, he taught other people that and they also did the experiment on them. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they also did it. Yeah, it's pretty I remember crazy. watching
0: him like when he first sort of started getting
3: mutant <laughs> When he
0: first started getting some some PR, like basically what they did is they they had this ice bath and they put him in it, like they had him in this cage almost so that he can't just get out. And so they put him in this in this cold water, and then they 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 were able to regulate the temperature of the water, and then they'd say to him, okay, uh, the water's gone down to like two or something like that and it, it, he'd be like okay i'm gonna increase my core body temperature and they'd be like what <laughs> and then you'd see his core body temperature they have him all hooked up and his core body temperature would then increase it's nuts it's quite crazy yeah just by regulating his breath and he's climbed mount everest in a pair of shorts i'm pretty sure he's done I, that i know he's run he ran <laughs> a he, he ran a half marathon Thoughts, Phil? On, the, on the antarctic
3: on, on, on ice. No shoes either. Uh, no, no shoes. But no, 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 no shoes. Just shorts.
0: Just That's shorts. It. But the only thing that the, that <laughs> you're supposed to... <laughs> <laughs> not
3: happy <be> with that, Phil. <laughs> this is a true this story, not, guys. This is <laughs> not <laughs> about <laughs> Game of Thrones. And, and, and he's thinking...
2: Um, you guys are laughing with Game of Thrones dragons and stuff this guy is running in his bare feet yeah. <laughs> The only thing that he says this is what you're sat
1: at home watching <laughs> it's, exact, it's the exact same thing
2: It actually happens in Game of Thrones <laughs> <laughs> They walk without shoes over ice
0: Well this is what it,
2: they say. he says that
0: shoes he can do but fingers and his head because you lose so much temperature from your head so he actually wore like a beanie and he wore gloves and he ran for like Pussy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For like 19 or 20k across, uh, across ice I'm pretty sure he's made it to base camp on
3: Everest in a pair of shorts.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he has there. So there is a lot. I think the, the bottom line here yeah. is that there's actually quite a lot to, to be said to be controlling your breathing. It's actually. I, I was reading some more stuff about him actually the other day, and and the effects of and why your body starts to shiver, and essentially your body starts to shiver is the amazing. muscles to warm you up. Yeah. But to get to and that's why they say don't ever shiver because to get to shivering. It means that when, when you start shivering, you need energy. So you start burning calories to create the shiver, yeah. so that makes you tired faster and makes you weaker faster. So there's all sorts of uh, different stuff. Phil. Cool. This <laughs> except for Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, I've been switched off for a while. <laughs> except for Game of Thrones, what's going Welcome on? to my world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been doing any like, crazy diving or anything like that, actually.
0: <laughs> talk us through what's changed mate what's been going on
1: um i mean the reason i i, I sort of changed my training slightly was because i got injured at the regionals um so i just started doing the biking just because i i could do that um, yeah. because i couldn't really do any upper body stuff for a long time um and it's not so that like i, I don't really want to do any sort of really long distance biking or anything yeah I, it was just a good way of training but then it it's just another area, like, when you're competitive that you become, you know, you, you want to sort of test yourself. I did quite badly in the bike event at uh, Dubai Fitness Championship last year. Last so year, yep. I was looking for a way of sort of retesting that. And then right. one of my um, personal training clients was entering, a like, a sprint uh, duathlon. So it's a sprint duathlon for duathletes, but it was obviously a very Which long... Which is
0: what, mate? Tell us the distances. It, it was
1: 3K run, yep. uh, 25 bike, and 3K run. Which, which is decent. Which right? in CrossFit is, is definitely not a sprint. It's a, yeah. it's probably one of the longest distance things that you will get you would yeah. get tested yeah, on. Yeah, right. But it's a sprint duathlon. But yeah. it was just a good chance then to to test like if all the sort of running and because one of my main aims this year was to be able to be a lot better runner and cyclist yeah. and just be a lot fitter in general. Yeah. Um. So yeah, when I did that and that
0: was that went really well. I was super happy with myself. So talking about like running and stuff, mate, and, and the cycling. And following on from what we're saying about Carmen there that she's doing, she just finished a session that was 90 minutes at, at 130 beats. How much of your training do you do in an aerobic state like that? Like
1: I, I'd probably, I, do, I do it quite a lot, um, but I don't actually use heart rate and things like that to measure. Yeah. Um, like I, I completely appreciate it for um, maybe for, like, for endurance athletes because yeah. they, they can perform at a certain heart rate for this amount of time and everything is planned out to the... It's planned out, you know, yeah. to ab- absolutely every detail. Yeah. Whereas I'm I'm a little bit... I'm a bit skeptical to put on the, the heart rate monitor and things like that sometimes and get told that you can't go over this heart rate because I just... I can't switch off from competing. And if, if I'm at 180... I, I have to be at 160 heart rate, but the person next to me is at 160 heart rate and going a little bit faster then i would rather but not know and just go faster
0: you, you wouldn't use it in a competition right no no
1: but i'm saying that's why i, I don't do anything with it because yeah. i i don't
0: like it it's just my
1: own thing i don't really like to be limited to it yeah, right. um I, know, I i understand that it is useful yeah. but yeah i would rather just tell myself that i'm going to work at i'm going to work at 70% i'm going to work at 80% and um uh, and, th- and that's it. I just base it off feel rather than anything else. Yeah, I, th-
3: I think that's super important to be able to do that. I think that if you get too addicted to that equipment and you have no idea how or remember how it feels to be at your 80% capacity on your heart rate, then once you lose your equipment, you just have no idea what to do.
1: Yeah, and um, it, it isn't something that I would ever wear in a competition. So No, no, of course not. Like, yeah, I, I don't really do it in, in training, but it it's super important to be able to to do the aerobic stuff it's probably it's probably actually the biggest component of crossfit is actually missing uh, people do yeah. obviously smash themselves over and over and over again and strength cycles and this cycle yeah. and blah, blah 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 but they don't spend as much time just like sitting on a, a rowing machine yeah. rowing yep. for a really long time like at the moment i'm doing a lot of a lot of rowing because i think it's going to come up at the dubai fitness championship yep. it always always seems to come up yeah they, love um, that stuff. yeah they love to just test you on a rowing machine so just spending like literally you know 40 minutes on the rowing machine at certain like slower paces it's still hard but slightly slower paces and just getting used to yeah being like in that sort of aerobic zone for a a really long period of time like same thing with Mm -hmm. the biking like you're just trying to sit like you can do it for you can just do it for a really long time and your heart rate doesn't like I thought I felt absolutely smashed after that duathlon that I did, but my heart rate never actually went over. I think like one sixty.
2: Just the volume,
1: yeah. Like, it's uh, just, yeah, it's just a long, it's just a long time.
2: For me, it's really hard because, let's say, when I would just row for forty minutes without a heart rate monitor, I will go probably to one sixty, one seventy, and it doesn't feel like I'm I'm dying because I can hold it because yeah. I've been I've been training <laughs> for yeah. that for like five years maybe because I always feel like I can be in that zone. Yeah. So. I need to put this on the, the to control you to control it so far so easily it goes over 135 yeah, yeah, yeah. just a little bit of like getting excited on the podcast I was listening to yeah. and my heart rate would go to 140 <laughs> I was like damn it I need to just relax and yeah. so and, and I wouldn't be able to do that without wearing this just for this zone I wouldn't do a workout where I go like intensity yeah. and wear my heart rate because I don't feel like I I, I don't see the point of doing yeah. that No, no of the course only not. time I would u- use it is actually to be in to that to limit w- yourself to limit yeah, myself yeah. to tell me like okay you're going too fast yeah. now
3: it's so easy to get caught up in like you know whatever the guy next to you doing yeah. if you're just doing like an, a recovery day or like a ninety-minute, I don't know, aerobic muscular endurance. Yeah, we piece. call it
2: aerobic and, yeah. e- e- and easy workout. But then all right we're, all all the we're, we're all together. We're all together, and we're like, okay, I'm gonna beat him now on this or whatever. yeah.
3: So, how many times a week do you recommend that people do like long aerobic pieces between forty-five to ninety minutes? How long, how many times a week?
1: It's it's obviously hard without sort of categorizing the sort of the people. Yeah, Let's um, say like if a, you're a, if you're if you're a CrossFit competitor and you yeah. have. You know, unlimited time, which a lot of them do because they're like they're they're coach and they have access to the gym the whole time and they can do two or three sessions. And I would say that you should probably be doing that sort of three or four times a week. I I prefer to do it in the morning um, because it doesn't really harm my body for the rest of the day. Um, But I would do like maybe not ninety minutes, but like between sort of forty to an hour through three, maybe four times a week. Uh, depending on like what other sort of training I had that day, but it doesn't really like I could do that and I could rest two hours and eat, and then I would feel fine to do my normal training.
3: And and would that be pure c- cyclical, which means like rowing, biking, skiing, running, whatever, or could that also be I don't know light empty barbell thrusters yeah. or bear crawl or walking lunges? I don't know what something. Yeah,
1: like I I don't really start, I don't really go too far away from like. Yeah, the, obviously the, like the monostructural stuff like the row, row bike, ski run. Um um I would sometimes do some kettlebells, shuttle runs, burpees, yeah. things like that where I, I, it's it's a lot easier to, to control the breathing like I, I I very rarely do like I wouldn't pile on too many sort of thrusters or things like that because it's just sort of adding more volume to the to the muscle groups and things like that that I would probably be using in other sessions yeah, anyways. probably I kind of like prioritize yeah. yeah I probably prioritize like what I'm doing in sort of the, the middle session of the day yeah um, if I was training three times and work the other things out around it
3: yeah very cool Carmen yeah we've all seen you've been doing some other stuff as well something I'm really excited about the movement stuff the Edo portal yeah more like animal flow mobility yeah. stuff talk Basically, to us about that
2: just moving around, like, like obviously I've done I've done a lot of other sports before. I did CrossFit. I never like on a high level, but I used to dance. I like I even use I used to ride a bike. Uh, I skateboarded. Um, so I just wanted to get back to because after doing CrossFit for five years, I felt like I was getting very stiff, and I'm a very flexible person. Yeah. Like you know that, like I'm actually flexible, but I I feel stiff, so I felt like I was not moving anymore, like I was moving when I was dancing. Yeah. So that's why I started with the Portal stuff, just picking some. St- I, I don't like everything he does. Yeah. But there's some really good stuff, and it looks funny I guess when you're not a dancer yeah. when you start moving your upper spine and your chest goes forward and backwards and rolling up and <laughs> it looks a bit uh, exotic maybe sometimes yeah. but I really feel good much better like body wise and I, I don't feel like I have any um, niggles that hurt or something oh, obviously my training was is not as high anymore no, no, but, but still I feel like it just keeps my body he- really healthy yeah and there's a lot of... Yeah, there, and there's nothing you can do wrong almost. No. And it's, it's pure bodyweight stuff, yeah? It's, yeah, it's all bodyweight. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, anybody can do it wherever you are. Like, yeah. you don't need anything for it. So. It, it, uh, it, it
3: seems like something that <clears throat> that could be easily put into a... If you're a CrossFitter and you have a strict program, you want to follow, but it seems like something you could put in on an active... Rest day, or even a pure rest day, just yeah. you know, doing some flow forward and back, like yeah, some different listed walks, and bear crawls. Yeah, there and there's no wrong way to do it, is there?
2: No, like I, th- I think Ido Portal, if you follow his vision, yeah. there's a lot of wrong ways to do it. If I was listening to a podcast with him the other day, and like, yeah, he he explains it all a bit in a in a weird way, but I think. The movements he's doing is really good. Yeah. He yeah. seems
3: like he's very open up to new movements and that, yeah, you know.
2: Anything. Just yeah.
3: expose your body to whatever you can. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool because he, he also talked a lot about dancing and MMA yeah. and those kinds of things. Dancing, fighting. So, yeah.
2: And what I thought was cool about that was that he was saying, like, why, like, if you look to different sports, that other, like, different kind of type of athletes, you just do different kind of sports just to learn from like a rugby player can learn from a dancer or or a dancer can learn from some some other move from a tennis player doing stuff being more aggressive in like athletes don't do or coaches don't don't do that yet that much there's there's probably some who start to realize that it's all good to just learn from each other yeah So that's the whole, um, the training part of what you
3: guys have been up to. One other thing I saw leading up to the Open, saw you guys doing was starting really to take that nutrition super serious. Talk to us about that, Phil. You can talk to us who you've been working with and what, or at least what systems you've been following and and how it has been complementing your training.
1: Yeah, I think we, um, like Mira and I started um, sort of last November, we were sort of building up towards the Dubai Fitness Championship. Um, and we both like. I knew that I wasn't eating enough food, and I definitely knew that Mia wasn't because she she barely used to eat anything. Um, so I said like we we need to like try and get some help from someone and and do like a a like a meal plan. Um, so I reached out to one of my friends from the UK called uh, Matt Hodges, who had a, he had worked with him when I went to, to the games, and he sort of put together like a, a meal plan for us um, that was basically like the way that he did it was um you you ate the exact same thing like every, every day um and it was kind of like uh he would have used a, 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 a macronutrient based um like program to yep. make sure you had the right amount of like or what he thought was the right amount of like uh carbs proteins and fats so yep. we were doing we did that um for quite a long time probably all the way up until until regionals um and we we needed a little bit of a change so we uh we sort of contacted another company who again did the the macros thing where we would track it ourselves but we had the more of the freedom to change what you were eating every day so
3: so he told you that the guy before told you what to eat exactly yeah, it, it was a the meal company it's just like just get these yeah so done. before
1: it was a meal plan like they gave you the, the whole day's food and you okay. ate the same thing every day yeah and then the the other like the 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 one that we tried then was uh, just the macros. So you had to eat the same amount of macronutrients every day, so the same grams of um, carbohydrates, fats, and proteins every day. But you could change, like, what that was made up of. So you used like a tracking app on your phone. Okay. Um. And so, like, we we really, we really enjoyed the 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 macros version. Um, the more recent one that we did. Um the only the, the issue with it is like if you're not really sort of committed and you have the time to initially put in the work so i weighed my food for about two or three weeks yeah I, like everything that i was eating so that and i got a really good idea of what sort of portion sizes i was needing for each meal um what like what sort of foods had what sort of like ratios gra- uh, proteins carbs fats in each one and i did that pretty religiously for like three weeks But I knew that that the end goal wasn't that I wanted to do that every single day. No. Just because of the time that it takes to do it and sometimes the inconvenience. I also don't like the extra stress of of having to do that.
0: Um, I I actually really agree with what you're saying there, mate. And I think think that's one of the biggest illusions, like, away from specific athletic nutrition, like, performance eating, is that people generally have no clue how much their food weighs. Yeah. Mm -mm. And therefore what nutrients they're getting through I I did something similar because I was following a plan that had to have you know X 100 grams of this and I was like I said to Holly at the start I was like I have no idea what like, what's 100 grams of rice look like? Yeah. Well, so I
2: remember when we were yeah. weighing the, the nuts. We were weighing like, nuts. Ca- cashew nuts, yeah. 100 yeah, yeah. grams of cashew yeah. nuts. What is that? And we we're, like, were actually
0: surprised. We are super surprised, weren't we? So I, th- yeah. I actually think that's a really good exercise. I know it sounds super geeky and your mates are going to rip the piss out of you for having a little electronic scales with you for a lot of the yeah. time. <laughs> but actually to get that understanding and then, I mean, that's what we are talking about, Boz, wasn't it? Like, we're like 100 grams of cashews is 20 grams of protein and then exact we're like but exactly the same as chicken and then we're like but what does 100 grams of cashews look like okay it's a big handful of cashews yeah. so I think that's something that people generally should would really benefit a lot from on a very like you said on a very short term yeah, basis I
1: did it for like three weeks like every yeah. every single day um, and you, then so from, the, from you, then do I, you ever
0: get like now that you sort of you know that that's 100 grams of rice but like you put some more in and then you
1: it doesn't count if it doesn't Initially fall into your bowl. Right. So if you're pouring blueberries and yeah. you need 50 grams, yeah. and some of them fall outside of the bowl, that's then exactly they don't right. count. They can they can go straight back in. You <laughs> can just eat them. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, they don't just, count. That's no. what I used yeah. to do with like
0: uh, sliced almonds. So it'd be a tablespoon. <laughs> so like you'd start off and it'd be like completely level, and then it'd be like, oh, this one's a little bit heap, but that's okay. Yeah, lick, yeah. Licking the spoon also doesn't yeah. count. Like yeah. if you you
1: want to scoop a peanut butter to like bring up the fats, yeah. so you get your f- your 20 grams in there, but it's probably about ten still left on the spoon, but yeah, that doesn't that count. Does. You can lick that. <laughs> you can lick that straight off.
2: <laughs> if, if it need to be like fifteen grams of peanut butter, you would, and it's like seventeen. You would put the two off, and <laughs> right. you would be like, and you would eat it, yeah. and then it's like, oh. yeah, it's right on the scale. But <laughs>
1: n- now, after, after doing that for three weeks, I, I, yeah. I had a, a really good idea of because I also didn't want to stray away from like eating the same thing every day because i thought that worked really well for me and then i get into a really good routine
3: and why, so is I, that, why is that eating the same food every day is better for you i was just I, i'm wondering I, d- I mean it makes sense that the digestive system is used to it, the same fuel yeah so you're giving your
1: body the same amount of fuel at the same times and like being able to perform so it's helping you perform through that way and also like the routine of then obviously i don't have to reweigh things because i know yeah you know what at what everything yeah, is because I'm, I'm used to doing it almost every day like i, I make changes um but as, as sort of once a week now i'll weigh i'll weigh all my food just to make sure that i'm still on the right track and i'm not accidentally like you know sort of forgetting to put this in like forgetting weighing your peanut butter and stuff <laughs> but yeah but yeah making sure that like just my normal stuff that i would do is not i'm not creeping over too much yeah. or i'm not forgetting things like missing out a shake that I would take in the afternoon and missing it out and then you end up forgetting to take it every day. Like so that every week I can just keep myself on track that I'm eating this, this and this. But to be honest, like we, we paid a company to, to give me the 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 macros but then we, we also asked another person and, and like they just put on put Mia on more than what the first company put me on. Wow. Like, they wow. Like they have a completely different... Like both of them have CrossFit Games athletes that they, that they work with that were at the Games this year. But one of them was way, way more than the other one. Wow. So, it, it, it's but, really tough because you don't know, you know, you can only really base it off recommendations. We actually weren't very happy with one of the ones that we got because they gave us these initial... Macros like you have to hit this, this, and this, and yeah. it didn't really change like over the because I only did it for a few weeks, but Mia did it for about three months, and it, it never really changed, even though she would give sort of feedback on I need like I, you know, I feel like I'm under eating, or it never really changed. So yeah. then we went to someone else, and then they, they shot them up
0: massively. But so, the thing, I, I, I don't know, mate, what you felt, but from what I've seen from that, and obviously from testing it myself as well, is that the amount of data that you give to these nutrition companies is so limited so that they so how are they really I always question like how are they saying okay you're a, you're a 95 kilo male and you're training this much like so you just need three and a half thousand calories every day yeah I mean it's, ba- it's not based off
1: probably a, a, an initial they have probably a template that they have exactly. found works kind of well so that okay we'll go go with a really basic 40 percent carbs 30 and then a 30 30 split proteins and fats that's probably the most that's probably the easiest place that most most of them start yeah um and then they base it off your basal metabolic rate and you know how much you weigh and how much exercise you're doing so then they come up with that rough number but then the good ones from that like every all that communication that you have need to then make the changes like that's how that's how you would know that you've got someone good because they would okay, we've started you off a little bit too hot. If you've not got energy at this time of the day or you're adding weight or this or that, and then they'll adjust things up and down.
0: What sort of metrics do you send back, though? Well, one
1: of them that we used, um, and and I I didn't do this, but Mia Mia did. um, Like They they did um, a weigh-in. You had to put your weight into into the thing every single day. Right. Um, You had to send a profile... um, like a, a front, back, and side, side picture once a week. Cool. And you did your, you did a which isn't a great test, but just uh body measurements like a, yeah. a hip. Oh. A, I mean, it, it's something, but yeah. obviously it's it can be super subjective. Like if yeah. you just want to pull the tape measure a little bit tighter or looser, like, like uh, ov- peanut <laughs> butter spoon. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> it's not it's not great, but it is yeah. it is it is something. Yeah, yeah. So it was quite a lot of data, but like <laughs> Yeah, it, I don't know how well it was really used was the yeah. issue. Yeah. Um, I think more of it would be like the one that she's uh, sort of talking to at the moment is is straight away on WhatsApp and has a pretty good communication with her and more about like, well, I always know that I need to change something on my food, not so much based on my weight because the, the scales. like I've been 95 kilos for about three years, but my yeah. body kind of goes – it looks different, it goes up and down in what I think of my personal appearance, but it's more about how I feel, like, in training, like, I've been 95 kilos and had zero energy at 3pm in the afternoon for about three months straight, but I've also been 95 kilos and I've been absolutely buzzing full of energy all day, every day, Going when I've, when I've changed and I've increased my food, like... It's not the the scale is probably one of the the worst things, especially once you're an athlete and you've already got your body percent down to your body fat is already eight to ten kilos. It's probably going to stay there. Yeah. You don't need to go any lower than that. Yeah, um,
0: it matters more I, about the energy.
2: I feel a bit a lot of those nutrition programs you have now. You have a couple of bigger big ones where all the games athletes are on. Mm. Are a lot of them are almost more focused on the how you look how yeah. fit like how lean you are yeah. than then more about how well are you performing actually yeah. Yeah. they yeah. just want to have like before and after pictures and put it on their instagram yeah. yeah. and I I, I I feel it's, it's nothing so to do with that it has yeah. not, and i've heard a couple of stories also from games athletes yeah. who have worked yeah. with them and they said exactly the same exactly yeah, i think
1: i know exactly who you're talking about yeah. as well but like yeah. some, some of the g- some of the girls trained. They and were drained? Yeah.
3: Like Brooke Wells, right? They I wasn't going to
1: say any people, but like... No, no, I no mean, but I saw a I, picture I, I, like before I have, and after. Yeah. I, no I have no idea why she didn't perform as well as she previously has done in the games. Yeah. Like, you, you can't make that assumption, but of she not, she yeah. was nowhere near where she's been on previous years because I think she's been top 10 every year since then, and she was way yeah. lower down. But she was, was shredded? She was I, absolutely shredded yeah. this year compared to being one of the... I'm really not trying to say this you in a can bit say of a way but sli- slightly bigger girls but she's just an open podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah we can say whatever She just she was one of the stronger like and bigger framed looking yeah. girls like and absolutely dominated deadlift ladders and things like that's what she was known for I think she deadlifts 190 for a double or something yeah I think yeah I it's or, like, like insane. insane anyway and this year didn't, didn't perform anywhere near as well but was you know absolutely shredded like lost like visually was completely yeah. different it's right. just
2: changed a bit like yeah. before everybody just wanted like okay we just want to get better in moving but now everybody just wants to look so so ripped that it's almost unhealthy
1: yeah, yeah i agree and especially with, i would say with the girls side with the, the girls the yeah, guys yeah. all look ripped. Go- so yeah, yeah it's totally do. different yeah. girls
2: who are under like 13 yeah. percent yeah it's yeah. not no, like it's not healthy anymore. Yeah, yeah, or like yeah, it, when you not, when you know your period goes, yeah, you know something is not. A problem. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and absolutely. when I, and I think mo- maybe eighty percent of the games athletes of girls I think, you have you know, that.
0: If you want, if you want a nutrition plan for performance, the only the real way to measure it is on performance markers. So okay, yeah. do this test. Do four or five different tests. Maybe a test of strength. Maybe a test of gymnastics. And maybe a conditioning test. In exactly the same scenario, do those in a month after you've done this food. That's how you really, mm-hmm. like you say, yes, feel like yeah. it's like you know you want to see why you feel loads of energy at five o'clock in the afternoon one day, you know. And I think they, I think there's a little bit of negligence to the training as well. From what I've seen, there's not a little bit. There's absolute negligence to the training because it's like there's no variation in the days that you you require more calories, like when we we're when we we're training when I was training CrossFit for for the open and for regionals do an hour in the morning and an hour and a half late morning and then an hour and an hour and a half in the afternoon like that physiologically I've burnt more calories that day so I need some differentiation in my nutrition on that day mm. than I need on the next day where there might not be that morning session, but yes, I, I'm doing some strength. So I think, it's, I think there's a real disconnect, which I yeah. guess is you know the percentage of people that listen that are really into yeah. eating for performance is less, but I think yeah. it's true. The best, I think the it's best true. thing to do
1: is find. So I think rather than finding one of these like huge huge companies that yeah. program for all these games athletes, I would just yeah. find someone that you can, that you can almost work a lot closer with like more sort of one-on-one like not not that they only have one client but just that they have time to actually you know speak speak Mm -hmm. to you maybe their client base is limited to 10 or 20 people and they they have a lot of experience like just try and find someone who's got a little bit more time yeah for for you because it is so it's so personal you can't really use a template like with training you can kind of throw a template out there and, and most people will will benefit from that the whole the template training session but the, the, the nutrition is just can be so so different from you know, look at me and andre and our goals it's, it's pretty much the same the yeah. amount of training we do is the same but the nutrition could be absolutely yeah. different like to how our body like could even process the same food like
0: yeah absolutely so if someone's selling their nutrition based on the back of 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 a famous athlete runaway
1: maybe not run away but maybe don't don't think oh Katrin won the games two years in a row like I need to eat exactly what she eats yeah like it's probably not the way to do it
3: as an athlete should you be eating the same amount of food on your rest day or should you be eating less or more what's your what's your thoughts on that either Marcus or I would think
2: more more? Yeah. Your body, that's what I think as well. I think your body needs to be I think your recover. body
0: always feels like more. I'm more
2: hungry and when I'm resting also. Yeah. That's, that's when you're making those adaptions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I I always feel I, like more. That's hundred percent for sure. And but I think that's also a little bit of boredom as well. That's what I was gonna say. Like we always used to joke on rest day, you know, you have like seven cups of coffee because it's like okay. Be bored and we you want we to, now we're yeah. working out <laughs> and we're gonna have a <laughs> cup of coffee. And literally I think as well, especially in in in, if you're training two or three times a day like you know that you don't want to eat an hour before training and sometimes you just generally don't feel like eating half an hour or an hour after training so the the window of opportunity to actually get food in when you are training two or three times a day is a lot less so i would definitely feel that i would want to eat a lot more on on a rest day and also when you i think when you come off the back of that rest day if you have eaten a lot you really feel the difference in your training yeah I've rested I've, I've hydrated well yeah. probably had too much coffee whatever but I, I've eaten super well and I've, I've had good sleep and then you know I think I don't know I would imagine if you did a study on the amount of sort of PRs that you set most of them would come closer to a rest day where you've had really good fueling and stuff and that's also if you think about it in your own mind if you're going into a competition what do you do you rest what do we say rest eat well hydrate yeah,
3: so it's like you, you're gonna yeah. So right. I, mean, think I think a lot of our listeners would be wondering about that, like yeah, especially like you know the regular class members. They they come to class, you know, one, five days a week and. Maybe they think on the days that don't train that just yeah. shouldn't eat anything because they're yeah. afraid to just gain a lot of weight. But. Or on the other end of the
0: spectrum, like like Phil said, you sort of eat out of boredom. And sometimes when you're eating out of boredom, it's the bad. quality yeah. of food is, yeah. is a bit, you know, and yeah. it's like it's my rest day. So I'm going to eat loads of sugar, massively inflame my body, maybe mix yeah. it with a bit of alcohol and then wonder why <laughs> I, can't do, I can't do a flipping back squat on Sunday morning. Like that happens as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Looking forward to got a few minutes to go. Looking forward to the rest of the year now. What sort of what's coming up? What should people look out for, Phil? I know you've got a few competitions. Probably best off to start with you.
1: Uh, yeah, we're competing this weekend. Uh, Mia and I've got a partner competition in the yep. Swiss Alpine Battle. Uh, Something pretty fun. Good early test for the. Uh, Engagement, I guess, where we can <laughs> work,
0: work on a team together that L- well. Lost in the Swiss Alps, <laughs> should one a, diamond.
3: <laughs> should
2: maybe I've done it before the engagement. <laughs> My com- thoughts. <laughs> Phil comes back and we're like, where's Mia? Yeah. yeah. One-way ticket to Swiss. There Sweden. was a run. It was closer. There was a hill run. <laughs> <laughs> The cool. first
1: two events were swimming and hill run, so oh it, yeah, yeah. there's going to be so some shouting probably.
2: <laughs> so if you guys are still competing on the last day, we know it's <laughs> yeah, you'll probably doing, be okay. We're doing well. What's up, yeah, so that?
1: Then uh, we've got about a month break. Uh, I'm going to Egypt to do an individual competition called uh, Elfit. Good. Um, and then they've got, like, October is busy because then we've got qualifiers for uh, Dubai Fitness Championship during that month as well. Yeah. And then also qualifiers for one in uh, the UK called European Championship. Which is uh, it's a pretty huge amount of money just for a one day competition. I think it's right. ten ten
0: thousand pounds for a one day competition. Um, DFC, which is obviously by all rumors, going to be ten times as big as last year. Confirmed dates for that? That's a start of December. Is it maybe? Yeah,
1: twelve, thirteen,
0: fourteen? It's four days.
1: Yeah. Right. Like so 12. maybe it's maybe it's, is it twelve? Uh, Either uh, the eleventh or twelfth. I think it starts so, on a yeah. bit Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday competition. I think awesome. it's going to be at the. Uh, the tennis stadium this year So okay. we managed to land a Pretty sick location Yeah Um And qualifiers Outside. That'll yeah, be interesting Qualifiers Uh 11th of October, I think it starts, yeah. is, is the first one.
0: Oh, wow. There's, so a couple of months before the qualifi- the qualifiers. And any news on how that will go, mate? Or I think it's, it?
1: the top, well, it's the top 30 athletes worldwide um, that qualify, three qualifiers. Online, do it in your own gym? Yes, yeah, same right. as last year. So I don't know if it's going to be three qualifiers or last year it was six because each was split into two parts. But right. top 30 worldwide qualify, male and female. Um, no teams category yet with the DFC um i'm sure it's coming soon uh okay. and then hopefully they're gonna uh put out the fields wild cards as well in case uh in JC case some of us don't make it what like, was it last
0: year top 30 worldwide and then top 10 local athletes top six. top six yeah but, you know,
1: i mean like you saw last year like it's not like those wild card athletes weren't weren't good athletes and they weren't just letting anyone in like Yon- massive names yana Yon- Yon- didn't qualify last year right um Elliott Simmons didn't qualify. You know, oh. some pretty big like oh. names from regionals this year. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. A-
1: Andre, you, you qualified, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah sure.
1: <laughs> but you want to qualify because then you get $1,000. You don't want to be a wild card because they took... Th- Money talks. Andrei was Andre was devastated when he realized he didn't get his $1,000 last year. Oh, man. <laughs> it Boz, revenge this any, year.
0: Boz, any interest in DFC?
2: Yes, I will do it.
0: You will that's do my, it. That's where I'm now building to. Very good. And then, I guess, after that, it just rolls into the open. Stress city. <laughs> 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 open start date. Second week of Feb. No, it's It was like 27th, I think. think.
2: And then the whole month of March. Yeah.
0: Easy peasy. Yep. That's about it. Anything else that we need to know? <laughs> nope. That's no. some good topics. New yeah. Sports. There nutrition, play new sports. What's coming up? Nutrition and what's coming up? Yeah, easy peasy, guys. Thanks for joining us. Maybe we we'll get you back on closer to DFC and, and make a show about that because I think I think by from the rumor mill that's going to be quite a uh, quite different competition again this year. A lot bigger and a lot more. I mean, yeah. it? It, it
1: was pretty huge last year. It was really good, really good competition. Like yeah. I think if they can, obviously the organisation is always getting. better and better um, just like the CrossFit Games did when they first started and look at it now so it's it's going to be huge
0: easy peasy until next time take care guys cheers bye thanks a lot for tuning in to this episode of the show massive thanks there to Carmen and Phil remember if you do have any questions or anything from that show that pops out that you want to ask us winninginafight.com. We'll get those questions to the guys, and we'll answer them maybe in one of our Q&A podcasts, which is still coming thick and fast. Remember, email us your questions. Drop them to us on social media. They make very good shows. We've had some great feedback from those so far. Remember, hop over to iTunes, rate and review the podcast. You can still get a goodie bag of mystery Paleo. They have a new banana muffin out, tahina brownie. It's all going on. So hop over to iTunes, give us a rate, give us a review. Show us some love. We'd really appreciate that. Until next time, take care.